0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. This is Bob Rathbun bidding you welcome. And let me tell you, we are all still here at the Naismith Awards on cloud nine after our great weekend of award ceremonies in Minneapolis and in New Orleans. The women's event went great. We talked about that on the podcast last week, and then we followed it up with just an absolutely smashing weekend in New Orleans, our Friday night dinner The games were amazing on Saturday. And then our Sunday brunch was the thing to do in New Orleans. It was uh, quite the basketball event. We had luminaries from the basketball world, from coaches to former players, etc. Great media types in the building. Uh, It was just amazing. And we're going to hear from one of our winners, Ed Cooley, our Werner Ladder Naismith Coach of the Year. He'll be joining us for the interview in just a moment. But just to recap all the awards, not only did Ed win, But the SEC swept the other men's awards. Oscar Shibwe of Kentucky was our Jersey Mike's Naismith Trophy winner for the Men's Player of the Year. And Walker Kessler of Auburn was named our Men's Defensive Player of the Year. So we'll talk about those guys in just a moment. And, of course, more with Ed Cooley in just a second. But for Oscar Shibwe, he is only the third SEC player to win the Jersey Mike's Naismith Trophy for Men's Player of the Year. He concluded his season with 16 straight double-doubles at Kentucky. That's the longest Kentucky streak since 1969. And think about all the great players that have been in the middle for Kentucky over these years. And what a streak by Oscar. He also, this season, became the first Division I player to average at least 15 points and at least 15 rebounds per game since Louis Lloyd of Drake and Larry Smith of Alcorn State did it during the 79-80 season. What a player and what a great young man that we got to meet and get to know in New Orleans over the weekend. And Walker Kessler is no stranger to our club. He becomes only the third Atlanta tip-off club, Mr. Georgia Basketball to win a Naismith Award. He's our Defensive Player of the Year. He joins Donnell Harvey and and Dwight Howard in that regard, both of whom won the Jersey Mike's Naismith Trophy for Boys High School Player of the Year. Now, Walker Kessler was, of course, a defensive demon, his 155 blocks on the season, the most in Division I this year, and it set a single-season auburn record and we congratulate walker and his family on just a tremendous year and a great honor uh, as we honor him with our defensive player of the year when we come back after this word from jersey Mike's, we will hear from the warner ladder national men's coach of the year and you will love him as much in this interview as you did watching him on stage and watching him all season long coaching the providence college friars it's ed cooley and he's next after this If Jersey Mike's turkey had a resume, it would say it's 99% fat-free and raised without antibiotics. But our turkey already has its dream job at Jersey Mike's because premium meat makes a sub above. Well, it is an absolute thrill to have with us the Werner Ladder Naismith Men's Coach of the Year. It's none other than Ed Cooley of Providence College. We've... Got to meet him and see him last weekend in New Orleans and present the trophy. And now we've got him on our podcast. Ed Cooley, how are you, sir? I'm doing
1: amazing. Doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. and can't tell you how honored I am to spend some time with you. Thank you.
0: Well, Ed, I got to tell you, America fell in love with you and fell in love with the Providence College Friars this season. What a season.
1: Amazing season. An incredible team. In every essence of the word, team. That we bought in, they were sold on roles, they were sold on winning, and they were sold on fun. How do we have fun? And that's what the men bought into, and I couldn't be more proud of them.
0: You know, it's uh, it just seems like Ed for all of us in basketball, whether it's college or pro, it just these last few years have been so tough on everybody. It just seems like we're on a this endless loop. We we're kind of getting back. You know, we had crowds this year for the tournament and. You know, we had a Final Four like we're used to having, but we're all still kind of numb through this experience, and I think that goes for the players. We had so many guys that took advantage of the COVID year, and we had uh, talent depth in college basketball that we haven't seen in years. But, you know, it, it caps off, I think, this kind of the end of the pandemic run, and you and your team and your players and your parents and everybody with the school, you know, what a way to get through this to, to remind us all of just how great college
1: basketball can be? I tell you, playing in the Big East this year, playing in front of all those sold-out crowds and playing in the sold-out crowds at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, you can feel everybody's energy to get out and be part of something. And I think in all of college basketball, you felt that. It was older. It was passionate. You had a different edge every game because of the experience and because of everybody wanting to be part of something. So, whether you want to call it post pandemic or coming out of the pandemic, you felt everybody's like edge, whether it was the edge in a game, whether it was the edge at the beer stand, everybody had an edge to be part of something. And I think that's what made college basketball so great this year.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, take us back to Sunday uh, in New Orleans. Uh, You're standing on stage and you, Ed Cooley, are recognized as one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time, to win the Werner latter Naismith Award. What was that feeling like, and what was going through your mind?
1: Nostalgia. um, And I can't believe it moment, an aha moment. So I look at all the great coaching jobs that were done this year across the country, whether it be Fran McCaffrey, whether it be Greg McDermott, you know, the job even, double field deal at DePaul. So to be recognized, and then the job that Greg Gard did, Mark Adams, you know, Coach Lloyd, uh, you know, Coach Davis. I'm like, how am I standing here? And I'm looking at Bill Russell and just Naismith alone, just being synonymous with that name because the basketball game has touched all of our lives that was in that room that gave us an opportunity of education. It gave us an opportunity to earn and change our kids' lives. So when I look at that and I'm standing there, I was nervous as hell. I looked at my wife. I said, what am I going to say? I mean, I'm going to be appreciative and grateful. Well, what do I say? So I was really, really nervous, but a moment to say, God bless us. God God bless my team because I couldn't be there without a great team and staff.
0: Yeah, I loved your line. I thought it was the best line you had saying that this is, may look like an individual award, but this is the greatest team award that you can get because you're exactly right. Without your staff, without your players, the whole support uh, team, you're not standing there, no coaches. And uh, it was great that you recognized everyone.
1: Absolutely. I mean, how can you not? Like when I've grown up that when you look in the mirror and you only see yourself, you're not giving yourself enough credit for the greatness that you can bring out of others. So I tell our players, when you look in the mirror, don't say, hey, I look good. Say, how can I impact someone else's life that's in that mirror? What can I do to inspire someone else? What can I do to give back to someone else? I think when you're a leader and you're a server, the best leaders serve. The best leaders never accept. And you deflect. Don't accept, deflect, and help somebody else's greatness comes out, and that makes you feel better because at the end of the day, somebody's going to say thank you to you. And the more thank yous you can get as a human being, the more you know you help society. If you're not getting a thank you, what have you done? So check yourself every day. How many thank yous did I get and how many thank yous came my way? How many, you know what I mean? I I just think you change lives when thank you comes. Ed, I think one of the
0: great things about the run that you all had was it, it gave us good reason to go back and recognize the tremendous history and tradition at Providence College, particularly with the coaches. I mean, we know the great players, of course, but to reflect back on the guys that came before you, the Joe Mullaneys, the Dave Gavits, the Rick Patinos, Rick Barnes, Pete Gillen, uh, Gordy chase you name it. You go right on down the line. Tim Welsh, I mean, this is amazing that little old Providence College has had such a fantastic basketball
1: history. When you look at those names and then you throw in Sorry, Cooley in there, right? And I was born and raised there. I grew up on Friar basketball. Mulaney, you know, uh, Gary Walter. I mean, that that's home for me. So when I'm standing at the Dunkin' Donuts Center and I'm walking out just before the ball is tipped, I, it's, it, I'm amazed, honestly. I can't explain emotion and feeling to the average person who didn't grow up the way I grew up and who always had a dream. Like one day I'm going to play for the Friars. I had no idea I would coach him, let alone stand on a stage with Jim Nance in the building, with Raftery in the building, with Calipari in the building, and like come, come on, man, come on. Yeah, I mean you, you can't even you can't even think that's possible given how I grew up. So I never take anything for granted, and I'm always incredibly grateful for opportunity.
0: And many know Ed, you played at at Stonehill and uh, you captained the team for three years, et cetera. But what, what was going on back then that made you think that coaching was going to be your calling?
1: I think I was born a leader, and I don't say that in an arrogant way. I just like to be in a spot to lead. I like to be in a position to be accountable to a group. And I didn't know if I would ever coach. It was my dream. I thought I would be a superintendent because I started in, you know, Education and I was a high school teacher, but I'm like, you know what? I want to teach teachers. You know, I want to coach teachers, you know. And then when the opportunity came to go with Coach Skinner at the University of Rhode Island, it was a no brainer for me to leave coaching because I followed a love, not a life. I like teaching, but man, do I love coaching. I love it. That classroom is our basketball court. And I think you can do the same thing in a classroom that you can on the basketball court and be a teacher of, of, of men, you know. Hey, how guys. you doing good, you know so that's that's i mean I honestly, I was born to do it
0: well you you made the right choice because you are impacting uh young men and their futures and their families like only a basketball coach can, and we're so proud to recognize you as our Warner ladder Naismith coach of the year. And I'm I'm thrilled that you took some time to to share with us on the podcast this week, and we wish you nothing but the best. Hey, Ed Cooley, you're part of the family
1: now. You're in for all time, so we appreciate you. I appreciate you, and thank you again to the committee. Thank you again to the voters. Um, I'm forever indebted, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate this time I spent with you. Thank you.
0: Okay, Ed, we look forward to seeing you soon. Best of luck. That's it for this week. More next week as we recap our awards season. From all of us at the Naismith Awards, Bob Rathbun saying so long.